You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. All right. Hello and welcome back, Courting Cuties. This is Shatrice. Hey, y'all. This is Louise. And we like to chew gum every now and then. Let me spit out my gum. <laughs> and you are listening to us too on another episode of Courting in Color. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So what have you been up to? <laughs> I'm, look, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening to my house. It's fine. Go ahead. We're going to make Let's it start through with this you. episode. Let's start with you. How are you doing? Well, let me tell you. Okay. There are um, two like primary like things that are coming to my mind right now. One of which I feel like my house is about to be submerged by this torrential downpour. And I feel like I'm in Noah's Ark. Perhaps I am Noah. Yet <laughs> I forgot my uh, animals two by two. All I have are these fucking ladybugs that are trying to stay dry. And yesterday I thought I had Corona virus, <gasps> which oh I was like, I feel like I have met. So Wait, many did you, people. did you have like a throat thingy? Yes. Do you have a throat thingy? Yes. Bitch, did you give me Corona? No. So I think what oh, it is. Okay. is like, <laughs> oh, God. No, I think what it is, is probably just for us being outside and like inhaling all the like concrete and dust and all that stuff. Because yeah, literally Monday and Tuesday I had like a, yeah, I had like a mm, like a little respiratory thing. situation. Mm-hmm. Because know, let maybe, me maybe we you. do have maybe we both do have COVID <laughs> <laughs> or or that. Um, but I was like, okay, thankfully Louise gets tested on a more regular on a more regular <laughs> basis, so I'll just rely on whatever their results yeah. are, and we'll proceed from there. But yes, yesterday I literally was coughing myself to sleep, and I was like, "Fish, oh. is this?" The t-? And I've never once like this whole time ever seriously considered or like thought that I've had coronavirus or whatever but I was like wait but it was so late and I was so tired like I could barely sit up to cough and I was like what are the symptoms like what are the signs is this it like Jesus isn't my time but I was like you know what God if you let me wake up I'll figure I'll deal with this later (laughs) (laughs) if you let me live I'll figure it out later I, I will use the internet. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, was I guess I should have a plan, you know, so where I to go get tested. Was, I think what it was, and maybe it is COVID, but I think it was like just us digging. <laughs> uh, I think it was just us digging and like all the dirt and the dust particles and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah I woke up with it like in that Okay. Way. And also well, too, that it, makes it, it, could, it could be your house, right? So I think just living in older houses. Well, so there that's what I'm getting at. And not even necessarily that it's an old house because I did have it professionally cleaned. Although to your point, we brought in a shit ton of dirt. <laughs> like what? these floors, will they ever be the same? I don't know. But as you can see, according cuties won't see, but as you can see, Louise behind me, I painted like a whole wall and I just forgot about or just didn't think until this morning about the number of hours I spent in this room, like inhaling paint fumes. Girl, that's how you're going. Like, oh yeah, because I kind of had a door open, but I was like secretly multitasking. So I was like on a webinar and painting my walls and like doing this. So then the cars are coming as a whole thing. So finally today, this morning, I was like, oh girl, like. You probably got the whooping cough or whatever from all of the fumes that you've mm-hmm. inhaled. 
over the last 24 hours. And so I was like, okay, go ahead and open up some windows, open up some doors, whatever, whatever. Because I was like, I don't want to open up the window where I like to sit. But okay, open up all the things and move. So I did that. What I did not anticipate, I don't think I ever checked the weather today or ever, um, was the, like I said, the torrential downpour. Like It is like not the Wizard of Oz because that was a hurricane, but what is like a movie about a big storm? Like The Wizard, is there of, such- Oz, the Wizard of Oz was a tornado. What did I say? You said hurricane. <laughs> okay. Again, uh, I'm thinking about water. So day after sorry. tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Remember the post apocalypse, like New York. Did you ever see that movie? Day after no, tomorrow, but I've Gyllenhaal. heard of it. Wow. Who was in it? Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, someone or another. Okay, I know who Dennis Quaid. Oh, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Are. Okay. Yes. Well, so I was. I am in the day after tomorrow or yesterday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But so I opened up all the windows and doors. Bitch, when I tell you all this rain has entered my home because I opened all the windows because I was inhaling the paint fumes because I was having the whooping cough. So like, it's just... (laughs) So when I like texted you earlier, I was like, oh my gosh, the trees, like one thing after another. And then, oh yeah. So Judy's, as I've mentioned before, Louise is an amazing person and just an even more amazing friend. And so... We were, this weekend, tearing up my front yard, putting down stone pavers. I say stone, it may be concrete, whatever. Um, that homegirl gave me a good deal, wink, wink, sis, at the Lowe's. Right. Um, she was amazing. And so we were putting those down, but... <gasps> we, like, the water, we- <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh, You're about to tell me those whole things are now down the mountain. I'm going to see them off the highway again, like I did that plastic... <laughs> Carp that you lost. Shit makes its way to the highway. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yes, and so we dug up the yard so that we could put, according to the Home Depot video, seven inches deep. We made it, you know, maybe three, three and a half. Like, yeah. If it rains, shit, is this much? Is going to be everywhere? The answer is yes, because currently oh. I was like, all, like, I just like walked out a little bit earlier. And you know how dark it is, like outside of my house. And all I could see was like, Water's so high that like it's not clear on if it's moving or not. And then I like took a like a, a light to it, all of it's brown. So like all of the mud is just like slide all the dirt is turning into mud that is sliding down. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, oh, does that mean I don't have to like shovel it anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. Silver lining. But it's so sliding, just, it's sliding down. Like down. It's sliding like, down in okay, a way. Good, good. Oh yes, thank goodness. Well, Yes, and I don't know what's happening, like, at the porch, um, that concrete part. Like, that's where I, like, stuck my finger in it to see how deep the water (laughs) was. And it was, like, yeah, (laughs) a past the knuckle. So I'm, like, hmm, whatever will I wake up to in the morning? (laughs) Like, I just, you know. by the highway. (laughs) I was, like, is this what it's like to live on a yacht? Like, I just don't know. (laughs) There's, like, water everywhere. So that has been my last few days, though I am uh, eternally grateful that you and Keisha, actually, and Tamara, oh my gosh, all of our um, Courting Cutie Faves, (laughs) made your way to my house to help me with some projects and stuff like that. And I simply pray that I did not give you all coronavirus (laughs) or the whooping cough. So my life is not as adventurous as yours. Okay, okay, you Uh, don't have no floating... uh, No floating houses. But (laughs) speaking to your comment of, like, lack of energy, I've been feeling it today. I just don't think I slept the greatest last night, and so I've been very 
very tired today. Um, just trying to push through. It's also just like, you know, uh, almost break time at school. Yes, and so we're almost there. We're almost there and just trying to push through. I was cooking right before this, trying to make a little curry. Ooh, I bet your house smells like all like curry in every room. Yes, yeah. I finally used like my spice, my like curry spice from Thailand. And at Ooh. some point, and at some point, I just like just started adding a bunch of different spices and a little <laughs> salt. And I was like, you know what? This will balance it out. And it actually mm-hmm. did. So it tastes really good. Good job. I want to give a shout out for the culture to Kamala, 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 and Joe. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm super excited as a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, as a member of the Black Blacks, as a member of, <laughs> as a member of Womankind, that we have our first ever black and female uh, vice president elect of this here interesting nation. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, great. Right. Mm. The, this country. Right. I think as I saw on a tweet, it's like, yay, we're back to normal racism. And so like, <laughs> yes! yeah, Honestly, we're back, we're back to normal. We're back to normal racism. So that's a little bit more manageable. But yes, uh, as yes. I, you know, quipped on my Instagram stories, I was like, I would love to have been in Kamala's lines group chat like <laughs> when it was announced yes uh, did you see they have her line sisters on like uh, good morning america or no all of them yes her line you know i don't know tell me we're just <laughs> two simple podcast hosts <laughs> who show up yes. to this uh space and time every week and talk to yes people. yes sometimes submerged under the, you know <laughs> ocean right now or the river i should say but we yeah. are still here So let's just go ahead and dive into our topic for today. Today, I figured we could talk about the case of the ex. Um, Insert that scene from Insecure a few months ago and slash insert Maya's song, Case of the Ex. Um, Because, you know, exes just have that way of sneaking back in your life, coming back around, popping up out of nowhere. And and I just thought we should talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm excited because I feel like out of the two of us, your exes just have a way of hopping back more than I. But it makes me think, I was like, maybe, yes. I, maybe I just didn't date as much as I thought, so I don't have that many exes or things, mm-hmm. or I don't know, but I'm excited for I don't know. Me too. Okay, so let's just dive in. So, you know, I had to do my little uh, Googles. Uh, well, okay, Google is a verb. Can you Yahoo? I'm going to Yahoo this. Is that a thing? Yahoo search, maybe. I Yahoo searched, well, via Google. So, I'm <laughs> <at> Google. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, I was doing my Googles and found a couple of articles and stuff. And I found a really, I found actually this, uh, this channel on YouTube called The Love Advice TV channel or something like that. And they were actually trying to give people advice about how to successfully go back to their exes, like how to reach back out and do things like that. But what I wanted us to talk about was kind of the case of the ex or the return of the ex, you know, or what have you. The extracts The extracts back specifically in relation to the quarantine and coronavirus. Because mm-hmm. I think this is probably... <clears throat> this like um 
last few months is probably the time that I've felt the most contacted. <laughs> like, I feel like the, I feel like, I don't know if they all had like a group chat and they're like, all right, bros, this <laughs> week someone else is going to contact her. This week I'm going to get her. Next week it's a, like, so I just feel like there was just more, there were more attempts this summer than any other time mm-hmm. of like multiple, you know, different exes and things like that that came back around. And so I, like I said, I was specifically looking for articles and stuff that spoke to exes and corona and quarantine and stuff like that and so this yahoo mental health contributor and practicing psychologist named jen she revealed that um feeling stressed and conflicted after hearing from an ex is perfectly normal because i think you recall when i heard from a certain someone and i was extremely stressed the f out um and so i was like great but she was also saying that like we're reaching out to our old flames and exes because we just want to go back to that comfy sweater it's the thing that we always know, especially like now with Corona, like people are trying to, you, you basically can't build new relationships. Right. And so it's like, well, all I know are the people I know. And so I'm just going to go back, um, go back to them. And then, um, yes. And so I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about what she said later, but yes. So let's just start there. Since coronavirus, COVID-19, the quarantine, all the things, 2019, no, 2003, uh, <laughs> started, like, have any exes or what have you slid into your DMs inbox, LinkedIn account? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. you I know feel, who you are. yeah, oh, uh, I, feel well, like I, <laughs> I feel like I need to, like, interview you uh, <laughs> for this episode, uh, so, you know, Luis takes a Okay, no, okay, no, right. Um, <laughs> So I have only had one, as you know, mm-hmm. um, reach out since quarantine began. Um, and that was via text message. So this person that I dated about two summers ago, yeah, two summers ago, so summer mm-hmm. 2019, reached out via text message. Uh, we never really connected like on social media and those types of things. But I don't know, for me... I'm kind of a, like, once I cut you off, I cut you off. Like, you'll know know you've been cut off. I feel like that is a pretty good indicator of why no one, like, none of the exes I've dated have, like, reached out. Um, Oh. Yes, as you alluded to, (laughs) I've had a couple of repeat offenders and, Mm -hmm. you know, ghosts from dating past and all the things come back around this summer. And I think it's, like, depended on, I guess, just the context of maybe the relationship or encounter or what have you, like, it being my reactions depended on, like, that context. And so I won't go into too uh, many details, as I suppose one or more listen. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because, yes, I mean... you're just gonna hear. I yeah, don't you're know. Like, everything. I you're just remember, gonna. I can remember you talked about this, but you, you've definitely told me like there's been one or two guys you've sent them this podcast to be like, here you go. Here's how to understand me. So. Right. Well, and I, I kind of at this point jokingly say because I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> In case you need to be a tale of a tenderoni, I don't necessarily want you to like listen the show but there was one particular uh case and i think it was the most <clears throat> it was the most nerve-wracking because it was the i think it was because it was the furthest 
in the past, if that makes sense. Like it was almost a decade ago. It was like a decade ago. And so like, why would I ever expect to hear from someone from almost 10 years ago? And I have some like other like thoughts on here or whatever, but I'm just like, cause like what, like why, what would you want? And to your point, I don't, I'm trying to get better at like not just throwing people away or discarding people, but I don't, I don't think that really pertains to anyone that I'm thinking about in this conversation. It's more like, oh, if we were friends and something happened, like I want to make, mm-hmm. I want to do better about like just kind of handling like those feelings if we have a fallout or whatever. In this context, it's like dating, relationships, sex, and stuff like that. Like, I completely agree with you, and I think I'm still pretty much like this. Like, once we're done, we're done. So right. it's like I would, I would never reach back out to you. And sometimes I just get very tripped up when they reach back out to me. Other times it's like, oh boy, no, like, yeah. whatever. Um, and like, because one of the guys that had reached back out, it was like from probably right before Corona had started, mm-hmm. and so like you know, whatever, fine. Yeah. But, like, the one that was, like, from years ago, the one that, like, we've not talked, I don't have his number, like, can't even barely remember what he looks like and contacted me. He probably contacted me the most without me, like, actually responding to someone. Um. So, yeah, it was just, like, like, stop it. Yeah, and I, you said something that makes me think about... <laughs> the following you said that one of the guys who's reached out to you you started seeing right before quarantine or talked right before quarantine mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the thing where I'm like I wonder if there was a proximity to when you talk to the people or when you went out to them and like when they reach out to you in the midst of quarantine and mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised the person who reached out to me that they did reach out when they did and I'm just kind of mm. like why very similar to you I'm always like why because Exactly. We, in the case of this person, it was kind of, we ended, I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but we ended things amicably. It was an mm-hmm. understanding that there was like, there was going to be no pursuit of a romantic relationship or other type of relationship. And so okay. it was really yeah. interesting to me when they reached out and I'm more than glad to read the text message if that is <laughs> part of the yeah. conversation. So I will pull up the text message. Yes. you as you're pulling that up, um, kind of just like on this note of like our reactions and our thoughts, like following those texts and DMs and reach outs and things like that, um, Dr. Jen, I'm assuming she's a doctor, um, was also saying that like if you're contacted by somebody that you're not really sure you want to connect with, just be direct and say like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I so appreciate you reaching out, blah, blah, blah. I'm just not interested in having the conversation and just shut it down. I was like, oof. Um, but then she also followed up and was like, you can just ignore them. I was like, okay, great. Which I felt really good. I felt really good that I, I felt really good about that one because I'm like, that's what yes. the situation. So yes, this person same. reached out to me and they said, hey, Louise, it's from last summer. I've been thinking about you and meaning to say hi. So hi. I hope <laughs> you and yours are all safe and healthy. Red heart emoji. Where have you landed? Are you doing okay? Is this all one text? Yeah, it's all one text message. Okay. Um, and so getting that, it's kind of like, okay, so the I've been thinking about you. You're like, in what way? You mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then it goes into very like f- formal, like reaching out 
back to me as if we were friends like uh oh you know exactly but it's like the whole i've been oh thinking my god about you but and i think and so here's the thing there's been i've texted that to people who are my like literally friends who are like hey i've been sure. thinking about you like it's been a minute hey what's up but i'm like none of these friends i there was a romantic uh genesis to like our relationship you know and so yeah. it's like when someone's like been thinking about you, you're like, in what way? Like, obviously, right. you're thinking, uh. thinking about me all the time because I'm fantastic and changed your life. <laughs> but in yeah. this situation, especially once I come back to we ended things, for lack of a better word, why reach out? Why reach out? So courting cuties, ex-boyfriends and lovers and whoever, if you're listening, just let us know. Like, Why? And I think that was actually, so when I found like, um, what was it? Love Advice TV or something like that on mm. YouTube, which there was one man of color. And I was like, yay, though, this is not quite relevant. He just said a couple of things and I was like, hmm. And one of the main things that stuck out, or maybe it was the white lady. Somebody said it. One of the main things that stuck out to me was the fact that they were like, well, if you are going to reach back out to someone. Say why. Say what, like, say why. And just be clear, like, don't fake the, not even don't fake the funk so much as like, if you know y'all ended on some bullshit, right. don't just be popping up and be like, hey, boo, what's Well, up? and I, you know, you talk do, about- Do me you, type thing. You, right. You you talk about whoever you, you want to talk about, but I'll call him 2.0. <laughs> and so with what you just shared with 2.0- Oh, shit. I forgot yeah. about the first 2.0. Oh, right, my right. God. This has been a summer. <laughs> but yeah. so anyway, so I'm going to use a- um, I can't remember if Keisha said this during the episode. No, I think she said it after. But she's like, Luis, you use big words. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> Yes. Um, so Keisha, I'm about to you use are a little word. dictionary. Ooh, right. Okay. Uh, when you when you text me under the auspice. Oh yes, uh, auspice. Yeah. <laughs> <auspice. laughs> I literally googled that yesterday. <laughs> oh, we're looking at our brains. Um, I'm trying you, to use it in a sentence right. that I did work. <laughs> anyway, if, <laughs> if you reach out to me under the auspice of like just general friendliness, but there's this undertone of other things. Exactly. That's when I sideways. Well, okay, and that's so that's. That's my next question. So do you, be, like, do they ever say what they want? And if they do, do you really believe them? Like, because it's like, what do they say they want? And then what do you think they really want? And maybe, and maybe it's one and the same, right? Maybe, you know, for uh, ex-boo two years ago, maybe he really just, just want to, like, say, hey, what's up? But it's like, it's just hard. But, but, we've talked about this. Like, and my thing is, and my thing is, it's also this kind of like frequency thing, right? Like it had been maybe a little bit different if mm. let's say maybe a month or two had gone by and you were like, hey, I know things didn't work out, but I'd love to keep being a friend or whatever. It's been mm-hmm. a smooth year and a half almost. I'm like, what? what is this? What is this, right? You Like you exactly. have no reason to reach out to me. It's not like we're compadres and like you've been, <laughs> we've been, we, we've had like a friendship since we've, you know, parted ways or what have you. And for me, exactly. I'm very, like, and, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, for me, I, like, once I cut things off, I, like, cut things off. Or I, or you just never hear from me again, right? Like, there's a couple of mm-hmm. people that I'm thinking about that mm-hmm. I kind of, like, just was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, if I saw them on the street, probably would have, like, a good conversation. But I'm not, oh, not okay. going to reach out to them. I'm not going to reach out to them to hang out with them because there was, you know, romanticness other there were it was a non-platonic relationship and so mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. reaching back out it looks a little too i i wouldn't feel good because on i know even my own intentions is to see if there's something there 
And also, who needs new friends? So, <laughs> so, so many nuggets, so many gems. <laughs> My mind is like, because I, I think this, basically what you're hearing, <laughs> according to you, is what you're hearing is how flustered I've been about like some of these uh, encounters, honestly, because it, so it really is that last piece that you shared of like, can this be something platonic if it never was? And like, mm-hmm. are you really, and it's, and I truly think it's on both ends. Like, so me as the person who is being, I won't say sought after, because again, I don't necessarily think that like every guy that's reached out to me really does have the intentions of like getting back together or rekindling something, especially the guy from like 10 years ago. Surely, you know that we're in complete, like, it's just, no, like, it's just, no. But to your point, like, it's like, we never had a platonic friendship. Right. So what exactly would it be that you're seeking other than trying to go back to whatever it was that we were trying to have Mm -hmm. all those years, all those months ago? Like, I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying that it's not possible. Right. I'm just saying it is highly unlikely. It is highly unlikely for me to reach out to someone I used to date and be like, you know what? I really just want to be your friend. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason I'm able to do that, I feel like I would come out and say that directly. And sometimes I do think, like, I was like, okay, I was reading a couple of things and I was like, boredom was coming up a lot, loneliness, horniness, curiosity, Mm-hmm. Um, and one enclosure, and I was like, oh, no, okay, I could see myself maybe, maybe reaching out to someone to try to get closure, but at this point in life, I feel like I usually just try to, like, get yeah. the closure with myself. And and we've talked about closure, too, right? So, like, I have definitely also been in that space, too, of, like, do I want to reach back out to the person, or the person keeps reaching out to me, uh, mm-hmm do I want to end it by like, what, what does closure really mean? And I tend to get really nostalgic. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I thinking about so-and-so because I didn't get closure. Um, Yeah. And so that's tough, but yeah, I appreciated Dr. Jen or whatever her name is. Or Dr. Jen, you know, just talked about Dr. Jen Hartstein. Hartstein just talked about loneliness, right? She talked about Mm -hmm. the old sweater, like the quote you read. I mean, I think I do think there's things that are comfortable. Now, I really, I definitely have had moments where I thought about. I was like, oh, if I was still single during quarantine, Mm -hmm. would I reach out to people like just Mm -hmm. to even entertain? Or you know, I had a couple of like you know whatever people that I met here before I like started dating my partner, and so I'm like, would I have? maybe no. yeah I don't know I, I I truly don't know um but yeah I think boredom is a huge thing and also just connection Such right now right thing. like connect mm-hmm. we talked about this before like people just want when they reach out to you even in non-quarantine in non-quarantine times it's for some kind of connection it's for a familiarity it's yeah. oh this person gives me attention and I definitely mm-hmm. have like felt that before when guys have like reached out to me incessantly um, mm-hmm. across multiple platforms and I'm like I yes I usually respond and like I'll give you the time of day but no more no mas. no more now do you mean like no more from this point in your life moving forward like you never will or like do you just eventually get to a point where you're like Girl. we have to stop um in regards to the for- <laughs> I was like in regards to the former I don't know like ever I don't know I, I feel like maybe I'm the type of person of like if it was meant to be, <laughs> what is that saying? Oh my God, I used to love those quotes in like high school, college that you were like, you know, I'm experiencing a, a teenage heartbreak. I need some quotes. And like, there's the one that's like, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, 
that then you'll means know. it's real. Uh, but if it doesn't <laughs> come back, you'll know. Something like some bullshit like that. And so yes, I guess I'm kind several of several R&B songs <laughs> as well. Oh, okay, cool. uh, <laughs> and so I think for me, it's I never want to say never, but I think also like yes, I think, exactly. I, I think also just for the most part, it's just it's going to be a no. Like unless there's such a drastic change in you, and you would have to work uh, doubly yeah. hard as 2.0. Like, you'd have to work doubly hard to prove that things have changed. But also, like, know that I may not, like, you may, like, I think you were saying before, like, you may reach back out as if nothing has happened. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to approach in that same energy. Like, I'm not going to come with that same energy. I'm going to come with a different set of energy for whatever reason. I mean, gosh, there's maybe a couple of exceptions maybe my first boyfriend in high school like he would be like I truly like like that was just so innocent like if he reached out and the fact that I've now had a second dream (laughs) about him since then I don't really know I have zero interest in actually like finding him but I was like if I did for example I think that would be the type of thing where I'm like okay like just like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, right. I don't even know you as an adult. Like, I really don't know you as an adult. So, like, this, I can't compare. But then when you take someone like, I'll just say it, my first, who I still could honestly say I don't really know you. It's been 10 years. And even when, like, we did have our whatever, like, we weren't, I don't know, we weren't connected on so, on any type of a deep level. And so it's like, yeah, I don't know you, but in this way, I have no interest in knowing you because like, I do still have kind of like a, just a gross, you know, memory of, of what happened. And, and it's funny because when this was happening, I was like, I literally called you. Cause I was like, you know, why is this person reaching out to me? Like, what do they want? Like follow me on all the social medias and all. And it was just, it just felt like a lot at one time. You didn't even call me. We were in the car together. We were? I think this was, I don't know if we're talking about the same guy, but (laughs) weren't we on the way to the, weren't we on the way to the lake? For your birthday? Mm. Is this the birthday? Yes. Yes. Okay. Part of the reason why so many of my exes or whomevers have reached out is also because my birthday's in the summer and the birthday is just always the general, like, if someone's trying to reach out to someone they never mm. talked to or want to start something new with or whatever, that's always the time. I, do, I usually do that for holidays. I'm very much a happy Thanksgiving bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like if I want to reach back out, I'm going to wait till the holiday because, you know, <laughs> everybody sticks to everybody. But some people apply that to birthdays as well. And my birthday just so happens to be in the summer, which was, you know, still in the middle of like all the pandemic stuff. So that yeah. definitely happened. And that's what we were talking about. And there were maybe a couple of folks that I was talking yeah. about. Um, for for the birthday specifically but after that it was just like more follow-up and I was like okay like I I thank you like I I usually thank people for a birthday wish because I think that's very like innocent it could go somewhere it could as in it could start a conversation or it could simply not like I could simply say thank you and we could be done but then when we're not I'm like I'm like stop like what's happening like I, I feel like I'm like the opposite of those heart machines in a hospital. You know, like you want them to be going up and down because that means you're alive. And then when it flatlines, you're dead. But for me, I'm like, life is like, <laughs> life is like a flatline. And then when these like me girls keep popping up and, you know, whatever, then they start adding like bumps into like my, my straight path here. I'm like, my trajectory for summer 
2020 was not to be contacted, like did not include mm. being contacted by you. And now as such that you have contacted me several times, I'm having to like think about this and deal with this. And I think some of that was like me not realizing that maybe I had some unresolved feelings about it. Like I was like, oh, maybe I actually was hurt by this a little bit more than I thought because I don't mm -hmm. really understand why I'm having this reaction to this thing. And then other times it was like, boy, like, stop. And then, like you said, the other time, I think, you know, I can say guys, you know, text when they're bored or horny or whatever, or want some attention. I'm, like, just as guilty of that. And so, like, with some of the folks that, like, return, I was like, yeah, I will entertain you because I know you still like me, and I like being the center of your world. <laughs> like, you know, you will not be in my world. But, yeah. you know, whatever. And so, I just, it really, like, as far as, like, my response, it really has, like, just ranged based on, like, context, based on just, like, our previous, you know, relationship and where I was at when you literally, like, text me, like, just mm -hmm. mentally and maybe even physically. Because if you're, like, all up in my DMs on my B-Day, like, I'm not going to get back to you. I'm with my friends having a good right. time. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. So, I lied. So, I forgot about a second person. <gasps> not that liar. I forgot talking to this guy spring 2019 it was my it. Okay. my ludicrous month i like literally was talking to so many guys across the <laughs> many different states because i had tinder goals and you were very proud of that here. <laughs> out here, i was like oh my gosh like i love talking anyway so there was this guy that we were talking to we must have like only talked to you for about a week literally just like tinder and then i can't remember what happened maybe it fizzled out maybe it was like oh you're just really cool like i just want to be friends or whatever and i was like oh okay whatever and then recently re-found me on instagram and added me and i was like oh because i was gonna say did you not exchange numbers no, no no it was literally on tinder and and they knew who i was because i am a household name um, they knew who <laughs> yes. i was based off of just you know different things who i was where i worked what sure, I sure, sure. and so it, I don't know how they ended up finding my Instagram, but um, <laughs> I guess they did. And so they just added Because they do. They be doing they that. Do. They do. So then they found me a couple months ago and just added me and like, that's it. And I was like, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> not going to like block you, but yeah. also like, cool. And I guess it was one of those things where I'm like, it's not an act because we literally just like talked and nothing happened, but. And I was like, why? Like, we, we, it's very much like, why do you want to be, maybe it's like, a, you know how you felt about like talking about money and you were just like, eh, get it away. Uh -huh. I just don't like when guys feel tethered to me. Like, and mm. so I'm like, why do you want to be connected to me even digitally when I'm literally nothing to you? Like, what is so mm. like, and maybe... I think what I'm about to say is going to sound very like black and white and or very binary, but it's like, if you're my platonic friends, like you're my platonic friend or I'm going to date you and right, like you kind of fall into one or two categories. Mm -hmm. And so you person, you're not my platonic friend. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to date you. So then why do you want to be connected to me? Yes, because that's all. So that's what I like, as I was kind of thinking about this, that's what I ultimately got to at some point was like, can you, it's not even so much as can you be friends with an ex. It's like, do you want to be friends with mm. an ex? And I've yet to say yes to that. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think to your point, I'm like, the only couple of examples that I can think of of men who, if they've reached back out, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, let's hang out as friends. Let's be friends. It's because at some point I said, hey, can we just be friends? And so, like, it would be 
that same kind of um, welcoming, opening, open arms situation that I would have for any dear friends. And it just, I don't know if this means I have more room for growth. I mean, obviously I have, surprisingly, I know I have more room for growth, generally speaking, but I don't know if this is one of the particular areas because I just have yet to be in a situation or in a relationship or situationship, what have you, where I was just like, yes, it was just, this is the type of person I want to continue to have in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, again, I do think that says something about the men that I choose to like date and engage with. And so if you're out there listening and I've engaged with you, maybe we can Mm -hmm. both do some reflection on this shit right now. So what's actually interesting, and I guess I did not think about this there. So I actually only have one example really. So, um, I was like, does he listen to this podcast? Anyway, so... (laughs) They might. They might, and he might. But anyway, so, like, one of my... (laughs) Anyway, so one of my former roommates, I remember when I first met him, we, you know, had, like, maybe done this very, like, casual, like, oh, let's get coffee, let's, like, meet, and, like, let's get to know each other, like, on a very professional basis. And then Uh after meeting twice, uh, he was like, oh, hey, like, I'm not interested, but I want to be friends. And I'm like, okay, cool. And we kind of just kept, like you know, we worked literally in the same, like, proximity to one another. Um, okay, I thought, okay, so y'all did actually start as, like, trying to It's really date? complicated without, no, okay. no, 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 So, like, it's really complicated without getting into specifics. But the I, was point, like, I know what you're talking point, about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the point is, I have been able to be, like, someone that I was, like, that I was interested in, shot my shot and got rejected i was able mm. to like, remain friends to an extent and like okay we even fucking lived together which i think was yeah. really interesting um but i think in my mind at that i think i think the from the interested in shooting my shot it was literally like such a short amount of time frame that okay. to transition to like this new category was fine versus mm-hmm. like I think for me, I'm such a time person. So I'm like, if we've been talking for a month, a month and a half, however long, for a lo- for an extended period of time, where the mm-hmm. assumption is that there's romantic interest, and then mm-hmm. you know, shoot my shot, and you're like, no, I'm like, oh well, I've kind of you've built up this whole built kind up of this file thing. on yeah. you mm-hmm. in terms of this way, and so for mm-hmm. my like old roommate, my friend um it was easy to just put him in like a friend category because we just we hadn't known each other that long and again we lived okay, together and was we lived together and we're totally fine you know and yeah so, so that's really that was really the point of that story not how we started or anything oh maddie like if you're listening which i think you might be like this isn't about you it's fine right. um but yes so i think that makes a difference too and i really i'm like sitting here just like so i'm like okay again thinking of many things but I'm looking at this next little piece that Jen said and she said you know this might be a good time to use that ignore button which I was like what platform are you on there's an ignore button but great yes she was like ignore is fair um this isn't a person you've necessarily had much contact with anyway Mm -hmm. so just ignoring the outreach is okay um she says it's the person oh yes okay so it's like you're the person who's like considering reaching out to an ex or a past whoever uh, fuck an old fuck buddy, an old flame, what, uh, whatever. She said that you might want to stop and think before hitting send on that text message. And I was like, that's also a key. Cause I think, you know, for as much responsibility as I can take on my part, which may not sound like I'm taking any, but <laughs> I am, but like as much responsibility as I can take on the recipient. And I do think the person who's sending it has to like, like, it's, it's just, you know, obviously like I've, all I've said is it's all contextual, but like they really should 
stop and think about like what why am I doing this like what impact mm-hmm. would this have on the person I'm sending this to because like I think sometimes we do things selfishly like I think you know like a really good example is like when people you know cheat on a partner and it's because of their own guilt that they're like gonna like admit to the partner that they've cheated not that they not because they want the partner to like you know know these things or whatever it's like they just have to get rid of that guilt and so again it's about them kind of getting something off their chest and I think that's what was happening here is that someone was like kind of trying to get something off their chest and I was like I don't it's been like 10 years I do not know what to do with you you finally processing or not even like I don't know just like thinking about this or like having a moment to reflect on this like I feel like I've done that and I don't want to rehash that like I was on the sender end and I'll say all right I'm about to reach back out to you know oh boy I have to be ready for him to like completely ignore me I have to be ready for him to like not be into it not feeling it ready for him to like have moved on or whatever and so I think that person I would assume I'm going to assume that that person like also was like ready for me to just like either you know have something to say or to not have something to say because I hadn't hadn't heard back from that person um again so I was like yeah some things are just it's just I don't see how it would be beneficial for me to rehash this with you because we're in totally different places in our lives and it just doesn't it almost doesn't feel appropriate which is really funny in a non-ha-ha kind of way because my book club was reading this book um I think in January actually and basically that this was the this what we're talking about was the whole premise of that book which is that she was like you know it's a book it's a book she was um what is the book oh I was like yes it is a book good yes good job (laughs) it's Terry McMillan's like um how did I ever forget you that's the lady who wrote how Stella got her groove back but this one was like how did I forget to love you myself? And I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that, I'm just assuming your Googles will tell you like yeah. it's the exact name. But anyway, so the whole premise of that book was that like this lady, super successful, like doctor, like I think I doctor or something like that, had married a couple of times, maybe divorced, whatever. And she just, and, and she found out that one of her like first boyfriends in college died and like that just sent her on this whole yeah (laughs) yes this is riveting um and I just sent her on this whole journey of like finding her old boyfriends and like reaching back out to them and just she said she said that she really did not have any intentions of rekindling like any old flames because of course her friends were like bitch what are you trying to sleep with like you know like girl just be honest like do you want to get back with this man or whatever um but she's like, no, like, I really do just want to, to reach back out and say hi and like to check in on them or whatever. And one out real quick, one part was really funny. Cause like she ended up giving, like she wrote them letters. And so like, she, I'm like some of these Negroes when they reach back out and she's like, Hey, sup. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> care to say more? Right. Like, right. Like what the fuck? Who new, new number? Who this? Um, new house, new this. Um, she was like, <laughs> she was like, you know, she wrote a whole letter of like, this is what I'm doing. And like, this is why I'm reaching out. Blah, blah, blah. She like happened to have given, she like one of the guys owned a restaurant and she gave the um, letter to who she thought was a, a hostess, which ended up being his wife and the wife threw the letter away. <laughs> so he never got it. Because oh. like, if you have somebody's wife and, or someone's spouse or partner and their ex comes up to you and is like, give this letter to John. <laughs> like, 
Would you do it? Actually, would you do it, Louise? If if someone came up to you and was like, I used to date Boo, but like now you date Boo, but like I have something to say and I, I need you to deliver, <laughs> deliver this message. This letter. Would you deliver the message? I think so. Like, Would you really? I think so. Like I'm confident in myself. Like I'm like, that's also a part. <laughs> right, right. I was like, uh, here you go. Feel free to read it. Because I also, Would you read it first, though? Because <laughs> I think oh, I would. <laughs> maybe. It's so nosy like right, right. I'm just... But I think here's the thing, too. I'm kind of like, to what Jen said, uh, Dr. Jen was like about having like no secrets in a relationship. I also huh, wouldn't okay. want the, my booze ex to be like, I gave Luis a letter. And... <laughs> Oh, um, get it right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think even I though think I'm I like, would give it, I wouldn't read. Yeah. It. Oh, you wouldn't read it. Okay, that's fair. I would give it and only after I read it first. So but here's the thing. So here's, the thing. Uh, here's why I would. Here is why I say I wouldn't read it because it's probably like in a sealed envelope. And so, like, if you open it, how are you going to, like, seal it back? You got to think about these things. Would I be willing to get a new envelope is the real question. Oh, and the answer go. is yes. <laughs> what if I sign it on the crease? Yeah, well, but here's the thing. My new, my current lover, their former lover, doesn't know that there was a signature. Although, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this would be, like, the one person they dated who, like, always signed things and they were looking for mm. an official seal. Right. <laughs> like, in Game of Thrones, like, you have to burn the crust on there. Okay. So I guess if it was that situation, maybe I would refrain from opening it first. But bitch, you best believe I will be standing oh, right yes, there. Yes, yes. I will be sitting. <laughs> I won't move until you open it. <laughs> like right. you'll be reading this aloud, honey. This is a read-along single-off. This is dramatic interpretation of this letter you got. Yes, like is that's is because I'm like if you use me as the messenger, which obviously she didn't know that that was his wife. But like if I'm the messenger, I'm officially a part of this. So right. it's like you can't, like sorry, you can't uninclude me, uninvite right. me. And you out, better so. hit me for bringing this letter. <laughs> exactly. So so yeah. So I I do think, but I'm curious about your thoughts, Louise. Like, do you think there's ever a situation? To where it's perfectly okay to reach out to an ex. Oh, like myself? Like me reaching oh. out to an ex or me being reached out by an ex? Ooh, let's say either one. Either one? It's so circumstantial. And then I say that now. Yes. It's like as not as like the 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 easy way out. I think depending on my relationship with the ex, right? Like if we ended it in mm-hmm. a little bit more amicable terms, or like if it's I would treat it almost like a, a friend that I hadn't talked to in a while who were like telling mm-hmm. me, like, hey, I went through this really traumatic thing. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear like sending, you know, light your way, those types of things. So I think that those are the reasons I would want. But there's mm-hmm. very few things that I would reach. I don't think there's really anything I would reach out to an ex about. Because then that was going to be my next question. <laughs> because, because again, I am a master of... Uh, putting people in their own sphere and not Mm -hmm. letting those spheres always interact. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, let's say, let's say for example, right. Like my partner broke up tomorrow, like we broke Mm -hmm. up tomorrow and like, heaven forbid something happened to you. Like, of course I would tell him like something happened to you because like Mm -hmm. that him being in my life, and you being in my mm, life have crossed, mm-hmm. and now those those spheres have crossed multiple times. With mm-hmm. some of these other hoes, like, 
I don't know, they never met you or they never met like anyone else. And so I would sure. have a reason to even like message them. And I'm mm. even thinking about the ones that like I ended with pretty okay. I'm, I'm even thinking about the ones that I would like have a conversation with on the street. I would mm-hmm. probably not even text them. So there's a reason I'm saying I'm having a conversation with them on the street. And because lots of people I would, you're interacting with on the sidewalk. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the story about the alley? I'm very familiar with the street. Gosh. Uh, no, but the reason <laughs> I, I say the reason I say like that is because so the only way I would interact with them is if by happenstance we mm. cross each other's paths. I'm not going to reach out to set up a coffee date or to like mm-hmm. in touch, even if it's been years. I'll give you I'll give you like a really good example. So there's. Uh, I definitely know he doesn't listen, but there's, you know, Chicago Bay, as I will call yes, it. Yes, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. So Chicago so, Bay, okay. yeah. you're so, listen, it's like we're friends or something. I you know, know. We remember each other. <laughs> and it's like with minimal detail, we know exactly. Like, I'm like, yep, so, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking so about. Chicago, Bay, Chicago Bay is a really good example of like, I'm not going to, I'm never going to reach back out to him. But if I ran into him on the street, we would have a conversation and we probably would be like, oh, that's it. Like, that's all we really need. And yes. there's really nothing okay. that would, that's in my personal life that I would tell him. Oh, yeah. No. Our worlds did not really even cross. Now, there's a good mutual friend that we both have, but it's been mm-hmm. years, literally like five years since I've talked to even that person. But I yeah. Mean, all that to say. Well, oh, go ahead. well, you, um, so I think, <laughs> I think we're definitely the opposite in that one little piece about seeing someone on the street or, you know. In some indoor space. Would you run away? I believe so. Yeah. No, I, I'm, see, and I think for well, me, like, it's like, for me, I'm just like, hey, what's up? Like, I mean, here's the thing. We're not going to be having like a 30 minute conversation as we're like, right. It's just right. Like, hey, how's it going? Like, I hope you're doing okay. Like, how's so and so? And how are things like, you know, it'd be like a very catch up. Mm. But, um, oh, I forgot what was I going to say with Chicago Bay. I forgot. But yeah, Chicago Bay is a good example of just like ran into the street would catch up for however long we caught up but i'm not gonna mm-hmm. like message him with anything that's going on in my life because i think the the thing that the reason why we are a little bit different in that particular example or in that instance is because if i you know run up well i'm not gonna run up on you <laughs> if we run that's not gonna happen if we run into each other in public you know in the grocery store or whatever like Again, it's much like those um, those DM slides that were happening all summer. I'm like, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I want to, like, engage with you or interact with you. And I think about, like, one person in particular. And I'm like, I honestly do not know what I would do if we were in the same place at the same time. Part of me is like, you know, maybe it would be serendipity. And, like, I like you know, maybe it's a little bit of a sign that we, we should say hi or like that but more than not I would be like at least if I was gonna like intentionally reach back out to you for whatever my reasons were it's like I've prepared for this I wrote this text probably like five times (laughs) trying to make sure I convey whatever message or whatever feelings I'm trying to share with you and then in the grocery store I'm just gonna be like oh I dropped my apples and like just like oh Let me go catch Granny. Potatoes. I'm like right. hiding in the squash. Like no. it's just like a lot happening in the produce section. I can't handle it. Like it's just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. No, but the, the, I really like that question just because it's like I mean it does make me think about those relationships. Obviously, did mean something, but they didn't mm-hmm. cross over into this aspect of my life that it's mm-hmm. continual and like longitudinal. 
or not continual, but you know what I mean. Like it didn't yeah. continue into something that our life forces kept overlapping. I think what's also interesting, mm. because what I have been thinking about, and I did not share this mm. with you, what I have been thinking about is, and I know he also doesn't, maybe this is, maybe this is where I just name on my exes. So like Netflix and chill. <laughs> code name, like, code name. Oh, code okay, name. Yeah. Netflix and chill. With the nurse? <laughs> Uh-huh, the nurse. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So the nurse who, like, lives on the mountain still, now that I've gone back, uh, these last couple of times, I'm like, oh. Because, you know, y'all don't live that far. I mean, y'all y'all live in the same general vicinity. <laughs> sure, in the oh, same region frequent, of sorts. The same region of sorts. And so I've been like, oh. If I go to the Starbucks that I know he went to, what mm-hmm. if I ran into him? Like, what would I do? And mm-hmm. maybe for that one where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think – I mean, that Starbucks is small as hell, so no choice but to say hi. <laughs> right, but, like there's like one yeah, table. <laughs> let me tell you what I've been relying on. It's this brand new hairstyle and my mask and these new glasses mm. where I'm going to play it like I don't recognize <laughs> you and let's see if you recognize me. So I guess that kind of like takes me to like this next piece, which is kind of what we were already saying. But more specifically, if you could reach out <laughs> to one <laughs> X, who would it be, you know, who would it be? And like, what do you, what would you say? Girl, they do not want to be read by me. Ah! So let well, me share thought, them. Because you already mentioned earlier, like that you're not, correct me if I'm wrong. You're, you to some extent believe in second chances, or at least you don't eliminate the possibility that people could have grown and there could be other things. Yeah, maybe? yeah, I would say so. I mean, I will say like, I forget which podcast I alluded this to, but, like, I have a good record of, like, though these guys may have been shitty to some extent, like, they're not necessarily bad people, Uh per se. So, yeah, I guess second chances, but not really. Like, I think, Mm -hmm. like, it would really have to take something. And it's so fascinating because I would never, I don't, I, I'm trying to even imagine what circumstance the second chance would happen in because very uh-huh. rarely would I even be in the same city, like move to the same area they live in. Then let's say you were in an airport because bitch, they got the vaccine, honey, and we are all traveling again. <laughs> and you know, just they're yeah. crowded, the airports are crowded and they see you at the the Starbucks or the local coffee shop of the airport because that's where you'd be and they're like oh my gosh Lee, do you actually just like like look at the barista as if they're the ones saying your name and just like completely ignore <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, no 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 like, yes I will give them a second chance and I will give you the pleasure of addressing me um, but you know we'll see how I respond it, just, it really depends and it's so fascinating yeah. because I really appreciate your vulnerability in this episode I am not being as vulnerable because literally when you're asking like if you could reach out to an ex who would it be and what would you say and I could actually feel some residual anger coming mm-hmm. up but I'm like mm-hmm. I, I've buried mm-hmm. it deep down and I've compartmentalized mm-hmm. it to not let it and so mm-hmm. part of me jokingly being like they don't want they don't want to be named or read is because like I will literally tear them a new one rip them a new uh, one rip them a new I'm, one and, well and, and I mean not, that's the other side of the coin I suppose if there's I mean there's multiple sides honestly but I'm like you could certainly be reaching out to be like you know, I'd say this because I want to rekindle or reconnect. Or you'd be like, I want to, I want to 
reach out to this person to like tell them off and be like f you or this yeah. is what you did and you know i have my little notes app so i stay ready <laughs> <laughs> yes i actually there yeah, was i, I actually do one. have a notes i actually did have a notes app too where i at one point wrote like a text message like a paragraph text message to this person and i'm just like no i think i think mm-hmm. part of me is very much like let it go but obviously mm-hmm. it's not let it go fully because it's still there mm-hmm. um is that just, I mean, perhaps that's your defense mechanism of you literally just staying strapped. Like, you just staying ready. Like, just right. I'm just staying. You should I've alluded to this, like, I think, I don't know if I've alluded to this podcast, but I think I've definitely. Not these slapping you, hands. I definitely, I definitely have alluded. I definitely have mentioned the scene. I don't know if I mentioned in this podcast, but, like, literally this person that I would not want to read on this podcast episode, I literally want to have my Charlotte York Mr. Big moment <laughs> and be like, I curse the day you are poor. And like she gives it, she gives him the, the, white, woman, the white woman. She stops. Yeah, my water would not break because I'm not pregnant. But like <laughs> I but I literally I may like, pee a little. <laughs> I may pee a little. Uh I may pee a little. But yeah, I just like I have like I would want to have like my Charlotte York at Curse yes. of the Born moment. And part yes. of that is just and part of that, like I don't I really in the deepest part of my soul don't mean that, but the anger has manifested in some way mm-hmm. over the years where that is a good uh way of um quantifying my anger by mm-hmm. saying those words. And I think yeah. I'm okay. Like I truly am okay with it now. I think this person like if I were to like reach back out and to say like what would it be maybe like years down the line I'd be like yo that was kind of really shitty like mm-hmm. you know I don't know if you view it in this way but it was kind <laughs> they of probably shitty. don't you know yeah and, and maybe they don't and maybe they never will but you know well and I think that so I I guess I was you know really just Brene Browning this whole episode <laughs> I was like typing this out and I was like I don't know that I I don't know if it's that it's I don't think I believe I have an answer to this question I do not believe that I'm share an answer to this question but I was like it just is like a good question uh, a good question for thought you know a little food for thought because I was like you know in the times I have had opportunities where ghosts have reappeared and exes have come back around and like you know everybody always wants a little um a little second helping of Chatrice over here. Like they always want a little second slice. And so I'm like, but honey, the pizza's cooled off. Like we're not eating it anymore. Like we got to move on. And so there's definitely been a couple of times where I've had the opportunity to like get that Charlotte York moment, tell them off, curse the day they were born. And I honestly can't recall feeling super empowered about that for that long of a period like probably as soon as like if they did respond or if they were defensive and like so they basically immediately didn't get the point that I was making that I like you know had waited for my like glory moment to have then I'm like well fuck and I'm not gonna do this back and forth with you like I just wanted to make my final you know statement and let it go and you have to like deal with whatever like I leave you with but yeah, like in the moments where I've been able to tell someone off, like I didn't, I didn't really get what I was looking for. And I think that's really what's been helping me in not necessarily the return of exes, but as people are exiting stage left over here, I'm like, okay, do I really need to say this one last thing? Like, do I really need to right. Right. 
to ask this one last thing because I think that's where I get trapped a lot. I'm like, if I just if I just explain how I feel about this one thing, then I think we can either end this on a good note or we can we can actually not end this. And I think maybe sometimes I'm ultimately trying to figure out how to not end it. But I'm like, the last couple of times I was like, but if I send this message or if I ask this question, let me think about three different, four different responses that he could say that still still wouldn't give me pleasure or satisfaction right. or, right. or like what am I trying to get? What what exactly. response would be satisfying? Exactly. Something like I want to feel yeah. satisfied. Exactly. And I'm yeah. I was like, I'm just not going to. And I think part of it is, you know, and this is maybe the ego to what Keisha was saying last week, but like I think part of it is trying to have them hurt in the same way they have hurt you. Oh, definitely. Um, and that maybe they deserve it, but I feel like someone, maybe Dr. Kate would say that's not healthy. Um, yes. We'll have to so, have her off. I know, literally. Sure if it's healthy or not. Right. <laughs> Kate, is it healthy? <laughs> yes, girl. Tell season three, not. season three. Right, we got you. Because, because yes, I think it's like somewhere for me, it, for me personally, it's somewhere in between the like, you know, yes, you deserve to get kicked right now. And it really is like, I, I think I do have this thing, which truly I'm like, Kate, I know you're listening. I do have this thing about like, I just really want you to understand my perspective. Like I want you to understand it and maybe even like say that this is the correct way of thinking about this. Like, and it's not even like that you're hurt or whatever. I just need you to like hear where I'm coming from and know that that is like my truth, but also the big T truth. <laughs> like this is the reality that we're living in is what I share. And you need to like own up to that. And I just, ah, like me girls do not own up to stuff. And, and, and obviously like me sharing my thing is my thing. Right. Well, and I think the tough thing is everyone, lives in their, everyone. everyone lives in their own realities. Right. And exactly. So, you know, part of, you know, even me also agreeing with you to be like, well, feel what I feel, hear my perspective, know that mm-hmm. I'm right. I'm actually only right because I'm right in my own reality. The other person may not view their actions, their thoughts as like right or wrong because they may have their own motives and their own things. Now, did it cause harm? Did it cause hurt? Did it cause X, Y, Z? Yes. But is Mm -hmm. it, are they going to all of a sudden change their mind? And like, even if they agree with you, what then? Right? Like, right. Although I'm like, well, bitch, maybe once one actually agrees with me, then I'll like know what happens on the other side. Because yes, you're right. Part of that definitely is the ego. But yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. Like we all have our, our realities. And I think the thing that frustrates me the most when I'm arguing with someone I'm dating is when we get into that, not even tit for tat moment, but just when we get so um, caught up in our own point of view that we just, like, we're just talking at each other mm-hmm. repeating and like just trying to hold on to what we believe to be true yeah. and it's like well I'm not really going to convince you you're definitely not going to convince me and we're like we're both just trying to convince each other of the other ones right and it just doesn't it's not right. a, it's really not a good uh strategy <laughs> to handle conflict um but I, I've definitely seen that pop up a couple of times but anyway yes so you know for all of our exes who are listening, actually, what is the, what is the name of my little um, notes app? I think it's like um, from that cute little movie on Netflix that's like to all the boys I loved before. I didn't love all you hoes. So mine just says <laughs> to, <laughs> to all the guys I've dated or something like that. And so yeah. truly, I didn't start this until 
maybe last year. So if I dated you before then and you're listening, <laughs> no, there's not yeah, a note that for you. <laughs> like, so sorry. But I mean, I, I just think the the big takeaways for me are just that like we do have to have some level of self-awareness of like mm-hmm. how we participated and what impact we made like in that relationship. If we're gonna reach out to someone like do you understand how this person could perceive you? Do you understand like your own like self and your, your right. own, you know, actions in this relationship? And are you ready for however it is they choose or choose not to respond? And so that's what I'll be doing. Um, as I continue to not reach out. to <laughs> As I continue to hit that ignore button. Right. As I continue to hit oh. Dr. Jen's ignore button on these hoes. Yes. I think that's what and, I And, you know, for, uh, I won't speak for Chatrice's exes, but if any of my exes <laughs> or former flames or lovers are hearing this episode and they think of reaching out, please don't. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, absolutely. Inner right. safe. If you repeat. feel some type of way, you know, <laughs> journal about it, take a bath. Yeah. Light a candle. Light a candle. Like, do some meditation, but please, yeah. yes, please for all the exes listening. Thank you so much for your listen. You know, you can follow us on Instagram. You can do right, whatever. Right. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Feel free to give us these five views. Star. Listen, make up for it. <laughs> make make up for it to me by leaving okay. a five star review. Yes, one hundred percent. And actually, I would prefer that you just leave that review anonymously. Like that's really how selfless you could be right, right. in this here situation. So again, let's all reflect. Let's think about it. And in the case of the ex, let's just not hit send. <laughs> and on that note, courting cuties, don't forget to keep it cute and court with confidence. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye. Work.